Jack, Jack. Hello. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Doing fine. Just you, Emily. How are you? <laughs> Sunday morning, 9.30. You should have played Sunday morning by the Velvet Underground. I'm going to bring up the Velvet Underground on every episode of this podcast. Yeah. Until we discuss them. That'll well, be your thing. Yeah. I mean, can we just make this episode about the Velvet Underground? <laughs> I'll just start walking home. You don't like the Velvet Underground? I just don't know enough about it. Uh, you would actually like them. Probably. I think you would. Yeah. They're a great band. They're good for like active listening, and mm-hmm. they're good for passive work listening. Big range. Mm-hmm. Lots of different sounds. Interesting. Someday. Yeah. I'll get there. Sunday morning, 9.30 is like not my prime time. What is your prime time? Uh, Tuesday, about 4.45. That's when I get the That's most done. my prime nap time. It's actually my worst time now, because <laughs> every day feels an extra week long, and That's it true. hits me at about 2 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. I mean, this next week, I'm traveling for work. To Maine? I am going to Bangor, Maine on Tuesday. Staying in Portland on Tuesday. You going to peep some leaves? Yeah, and, yeah, maybe. Me and the guy How's going. How's the peeping? <laughs> You ever see The Talented Mr. Ripley? No. It's very good. I need to, though. I, it's it's well, You know what? List. It's not very good. It's just a great Philip Seymour Hoffman. And that's really just what makes it good. Yeah. Um, well, we're back again with another episode of Yes, This Is Podcast. We're calling it episodes. Good job. Um, Trying to hold my mic like a pizza, yeah. as instructed by the two of you. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think... I got good feedback on last week's episode, and people were saying that they like the banter. Many people? Many people. The best. Pe- yeah. The best people were saying they like the banter, which, yeah, obviously I think that's going to be more interesting, especially if you aren't like a super kind of a music fan, but let it clink. <laughs> let it do its thing. Here we are at 10.04 on Sunday morning. 10.04. Evening, 10 p.m. <laughs> Wait. All right. So last week we recorded at what? I think we got here at 10 last week. Okay, so you start your morning off with a couple bourbon rocks. What, what, take us from there. Yes, go last home, week. <laughs> you do some parenting. Then you bring your kid to a baseball game and sit in the sun for four hours. And then it just it just leaks out of you. And then, Yeah, you read a book about the whiskey robber. Okay. Pairs okay. well with a, a morning bourbon. And then you just go about your day. You don't. Know, I guess he doesn't. Off the naps. All right. See, that's where I'm. That's what I'm going for is the fighting off the naps. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be dead. But Me also, too. I would want more. That would be the. No, the stri- as, as we were driving home, I felt good. It was a. It was yeah. a good sweet spot. <laughs> and it just, you know, you get a little tired, but you, yeah. you manage. You be a, be a person. I ran. I drank three of these non-alcoholic beers, and then I went for a jog. And I didn't feel great. I wonder why. Probably the 36 ounces of fake beer in your stomach. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't feel great. You ever try to like do something athletic after drinking like a couple beers? Not anymore. Only no. dancing. Only It's tough. You don't feel great. But dancing is you're already in a good, yeah. a good sort of vibe. But let's loop back around. Feedback on the episode was great, I uh, think. I got feedback. I wouldn't say it was good. <laughs> I'm just lying. People felt like we were restrained. Really? Compared to the cocktail <laughs> That's true. I, I don't want to be like, I, this isn't come town. I mean, this is oh, like, a, but like, I want it to be, f- if it was up to me, this would be like a G-rated podcast. I really? don't believe you. <laughs> I'm sure it would be. It would be, uh, it wouldn't be like, oh. You, you know, it is up to you. That's true. You but <laughs> You put that little E on the, I uh, did. the websites. Well, I, well while I, we're talking shop for a moment. Yeah. So I noticed you updated the bio. I did. Okay. Well, I want it to be, hold on, I think that, I think I'm coming in slightly hot and that's just how I am. I updated the bio because I don't, I changed the picture. That's a cover of a Sonic Youth record and then I changed the logo. I think that fits it more than Mo Salah pointing at the name of the podcast, which is, it's an, might as well be a non sequitur. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I didn't see the new picture. But I agree that Mo never made sense. I mean, it was even cool. though I kind of liked. I it. did. I did like it. I'm just concerned. I don't know if we can use other people's artwork. Oh, sure, we can. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's public domain. It's more than 20 years old. That's <laughs> those are copyright laws. So you changed the bio. I changed the bio because if someone randomly found this, I would want them to know exactly what it is. I was sad to see the old bio gone. Though I wrote that 
probably blacked out. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. It was it, great. It still exists. We can change it back. But we didn't change the name, even though you and I had a, an email exchange about coming I, up with a new name, which I liked, the new name. Yeah. Let's keep the new name under our hats okay. for now. Because Secret. Even I'm out of the loop. It, yep. it was just named after... We had a couple. I named it after songs. I, I thought they were too... It didn't it didn't do how like silly we can get justice. You know what I mean? Like I want it to be kind of reflect these kind of conversations as opposed to just straight, you know, academic music research, mm-hmm. which, you know, if who the fuck would want to do academic <laughs> research on the band we listened to today? <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't. But, um, now, yeah, I don't know. That's a conversation we'll have to have. I don't really feel Off like rebranding mic. it. Well, it can be on, Mike. Call in, people, if you want us to change it. Um, so that's my next shop talk question. Yep. Do you have an Instagram page, an email? <laughs> I where don't. Where people can comment. So I wanted to post a picture of my beautiful, lovely dog. Oh. So that people could understand. Yeah. I'm or, thinking. Or be confused as to where Scott's hatred is coming from because she's the cutest <laughs> creature on this earth. Well, for the real heads, the real Yes <laughs> podcast heads, once we get a good... 10 episodes in the can. We're going to do a full uh, promotional campaign. The push. So, because I don't want, uh, my thinking was if there's three episodes that we did and they're like, these all, what what is this? Like, and the the three of them are obviously going to be totally different. Right. So, you know what? I should have muted this. See, now it sounds way better. But anyway, yep, that's covered in catnip. Come on, Mo. What are you doing, buddy? But yeah, so once we get a good catalog, we'll start the promotional push. I'll spend a little bit of cash, get the Patreon going. Wow. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. You spend money to start your own Patreon? No, I would just for like, Put, I think you can, I think out. on Twitter you can spend like a pretty sh- short amount of money. Get a targeted ad? Yeah. And you know, I, I, I have ideas for the goal for like generally like how popular it needs to be to be worth it, but we're not there yet. Mm-mm. But we're, I don't think we're having we, fun. We, have, we are having yourselves. fun. We're mixing it up and drinking at 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, this is fun for Scott fun. because he gets to have a couple bourbons. He gets to miss church. <laughs> yeah. He gets to have a couple bourbons, and then he gets to like just get on the record that he hates dogs. <laughs> right. Where does this come from? It's not dog specific. All right. It's all animals everywhere. It's just... and it's not hate. What is I it? use the word abhor. That's just a little bit of hyperbole. Okay. All right. I just don't care for animals. My close friends know. You're an animal. <laughs> I'm a human. You would think that Scott would care like dogs more. Because how much humans kind of suck. I have two very close friends who don't like animals. Scott is one of them. And it really makes me question our friendship. On a deep level. And I'm sorry. I mean, that's, that's what's making you question <laughs> you're the, it. You're the one <laughs> enslaving dogs. I, Here we know. go. See, Here I go. think this is in the Underground Railroad for dogs. <laughs> you're going to start it. <laughs> but see, he doesn't like animals. It doesn't make he any doesn't sense. He care about because their, it's like, their, their welfare. Oh, so they're slaves. But it'd be like if you own slaves. When's the last time you went to a zoo? How did you feel? We're not talking about zoos. Yeah. Well, why? But you had to domesticate that dog over the last thousand years. It's Man's been bred best friend. into it. Because they're not smart. He's mad because it's not girl's best friend. He <laughs> thinks it should be all people. It, so he says, okay, he says they're like slaves. Mm-hmm. Why would that make you hate dogs? It doesn't make any sense. I hate dogs because they're like slaves. I needed, so what, if you were alive during slavery, I hate slaves. They're like slaves. This is, this is breaching <laughs> into territory. I'm I hope everyone's happy. <laughs> this is what they wanted. This is what the people wanted. I needed a position to justify my dislike, and I've been working on this enslavement thing. Okay. I, I kind of like it, but it's easily, like... It's tough to argue. You can say, okay, he thinks they're like slaves, and then we can just poke holes in it immediately. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It's not hard to... What about cats? I'm pretty neutral on cats. I'm neutral on Interesting. dogs. Interesting. They're, they're all oh, fine. You're, now I'm neutral on dogs. I, I have no... <laughs> I get nothing from any of them. Okay. What about, like, a hamster? Which is a waste of time in space. Really? Yeah. You know what was a waste of time was reading about hamsters for I don't know, three paragraphs in Infinite Jest. But it's a tornado. That's a very funny part of the book. I like that part. I do too. 
You didn't like that. Oh, God. Well, I, I did just hit a section where they referenced a skeleton of a gerbil in a man's ass. So, <laughs> And that man was Richard Gere. Something to look forward to for me. I, I don't know. It sounds like you've reached a dead end <laughs> reading. but she, she put a little time in yesterday. I read about 40 Put a little time yesterday. in. It's like community 40? service. I think about 40, including the footnote pages. Good job. That's yeah. a healthy chunk. You're mm-hmm. talking about it like you're picking up trash on the highway. I put in some time <laughs> reading Infinite Jest. Um, well, I, I don't think we got anywhere with Scott and the dogs. No. And pets in general. But maybe we'll make this a Although weekly we got thing. him to admit his neutral stance, which is better than... Hatred. D- disgust but There's over very my dog. little active dislike towards any of any animals. Okay. You could be like an animal abolitionist. <laughs> we'll work on it. If you just throw my cats out the window, I'm freeing them. It's a seven-story drop. Uh, now, Emily had a little get-together over the weekend. Friday uh, night. Friday night. And now, one thing that... I- I'm going to talk about this every week, is that I want... I need a signature cocktail... Or mocktail. A mocktail that I can bring places and say to people, just leave them with it and be like, hey, by the way, here's my drink. Mm-hmm. I think that's a cool move. It's better than bringing, I guess you could bring the ingredients to make it. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to bring back the Mad Men era because the Mad Men era, they're just drinking, getting fucked up. No one's sharing drink ideas. So that's why I, I really got this, this is, this is a bee in my bonnet. My friends and I share drink ideas ideas constantly now i want to stop you there my friend carrie she lives in seattle washington she listened to a couple of the episodes and she was like the idea she's been busting my balls about saying idea for like we're going on 15 we can't 17. help it i can't help it it's how we were i don't think scott does up. it i try not to <laughs> when i do i a lot of self-loathing creeps in that's sad it's really sad <laughs> is you carrie get, from the west coast yeah and she went to school out here she did okay. yeah so somehow she befriended this man <laughs> I think I'm a friendly person, but I... My favorite story is he had to go pick her up from the airport, and then he got too drunk to actually drive her home from the airport, so she had to drive. Oh, that's fine. Thank you. You got to kill time in an airport. This was like when you could actually chill in like the airport bars. Those were the days. I mean, I think you still can now, but it's not the same. Uh, But at this cookout, Emily Emily had... Now, describe the drink you had. First, I'll say it wasn't a cookout. This was a barbecue. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was just a fire to view a, a live episode of How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. Our sister podcast. Yep. Um, Jason Manzukas, come on the show yep. if you're listening. I'm thinking we can do like a one-for-one one where we'll plug their episode and they'll plug ours. Yeah. Pretty equal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as I mentioned on the last episode, it's peak fall time here. It is. In southeastern Mass. So I made a little mulled cider in the slow cooker. Now, if I had a get-together fire, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even, guys don't think like that. Guys do not think like that. But it, like, you never, I, I wish. My, I, I had a book club meeting last week, mm-hmm. outdoors again by a fire, and the spread was unbelievable because it was five women participating in this book club. Interesting. But she's done this with other friends too. For Hamilton, they had oh, themed yeah. food and themed drinks. Let's for... not talk about Hamilton with you guys. Just... <laughs> I, I, trust me, I... I'm this, not going to talk shit about Hamilton. I need to have an Outlander-themed party also. We So my friend Cassie and her sister Bree and I used to get together every week to watch Outlander, and we would create our own Outlander-themed cocktails. Sexy cocktails for <laughs> Outlander. Yeah, I mean, I get together with my friends, and we watch pornography, and we have themed <laughs> dinners. <laughs> I, Outlander is... Phallic fruit all yeah. over the place. We have peeled and unpeeled bananas. <laughs> uh, Outlander is... You watch that show with like without irony? Yeah. Huh. It's a great show. I haven't L- seen let's it. Let's not throw around the word great. Uh, have you ever seen it? I've seen like the first three episodes. And not a fan. Um, I didn't really. I went into it knowing it was kind of ridiculous. So I had that like preconceived notion. But I didn't see anything sexy. So I shut it off. There's definitely some. In like the first three? Yeah. I don't know. It's a ridiculous show. Time travel. I don't know. It's, Love it. it. It's not for me. But what what kind of like foods or drinks did you have for that? For the Outlander or yeah. for Hamilton? Outlander, it was just drink based. Okay. So we would have snacks and stuff, but nothing that I was have like that so special. many terrible jokes that I want to make, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> good job. Uh, what restraint. About, Look at you. That's what a Sunday morning is good for. It, it, yeah. Just a bit of restraint. Mm-hmm. 
What what drinks did you have for the Hamilton? Hamilton, we went all out. So again, we're in COVID times. That's true. Everyone's aware. So it had to be all outdoors. So mm-hmm. we watched it on a projector. Cassie and I created a menu, all pun-based items okay. using Hamilton lyrics. And we each created a signature cocktail. Um, mine was called the Virginian Insight, based on lyrics from the song The Room Where It Happens. Now, can I? Yeah, have you interrupt. ever listened to the Hamilton soundtrack? I haven't. Me neither. Nope. It's a great song. The listeners will know. Cassie, I know she's listening. She'll know. Um, Say it's a great song again. <laughs> I'm like chewing my own skin off. <laughs> You've never listened to it. I just, uh, uh, I don't want to apologize. Hey, you, I, you love to have an opinion on things you've never listened or watched. Am I right? You do. <laughs> Strong opinions. <laughs> I just... It's all just bluster. It is bluster. It's a blustery... You called Hamilton snow... What did you call it? Oh, my God. Sugar for liberals or something like that. That Cocaine for liberals? <laughs> Sounds like something I would say. But he doesn't believe it. He just likes to say it. No. Drew... How do you say Drew's last name? McGarry. McGarry wrote a thing on it, which I think he watched half of it. No, he no, said he it like took him a thing. week to do it, though. It's That's very, very some, long. Maybe... You know what? I'll watch Hamilton this week. We can talk about I'm it next week. I'm going to hold weekend. you to that. I will definitely do it. I'm going to watch it on my cell phone. Do you have Disney While Plus? driving to Maine. I do have Disney Plus. <laughs> New Mandalorian at yeah, the end of the month. We're Mandalorian heads. <laughs> um, now. So that's the signature drink recap, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. I just think it's nice to have people over, even if it's like a small scale event, and be like, oh, I have this drink. I yeah. don't know. It was really nice. It's fun. It's tasty. It was Came nice out to have really it good. outside by the fire. Yeah. It really worked. Dan liked it. Our buddy Dan. I was shocked that each of you had one. Oh, I, I, I went anything. into it thinking no one's going to drink this but me. Why? Because you guys just, you don't participate in in menu-based items. You just, you bring your own drinks and that's it. You're happy with those. Yeah, but if you provide something tasty for me, it smelled great. It was a cool night. Nice warm drink. Yeah. And you can put bourbon in it. I mean, I, I always appreciate freshly made, I like, Home. You did try my kombucha. I think you did too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I did. So you're you're way off base here. I saw a thing online today is like a tweet was, is this the year we can finally stop with Friendsgivings? And I'm like, yeah, Friendsgivings is a little over the top, but we did one. The so fall feast. It was the fall, but it was like how many years ago? Twelve. It, yeah. it was before I had tattoos because I saw a picture of it and I was like. No, nope. you hadn't broken any hearts? No, I hadn't. <laughs> uh, but like. It was funny to me that we were so ahead of the curve on that because we weren't thinking of it as Friendsgiving. Well, it was in October, I think. It was just a fall, a celebration of fall. I remember when we were cooking, I, I burned or cut my finger and it like really like put a damper on the whole day. There was a lot of dampers on that day for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about consuming that. Consuming way too much wine. Too much wine. Not walk- enough food. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on my agenda here, I, I'm going to skip I over something. I love this agenda, by the way. Good job, Pat. Uh there's no Premier League this week, and you know I wanted to kind of go on a Premier League sort of love fest, but I don't think people want to hear that. We go miss ahead. it. International breaks so stupid. Yeah, I mean the other night when we had that when you had that fire and we were Dan was really going in on soccer hard. He was saying some uncon. He was really mad about it. I think. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't recall that. All right, maybe made that up. Uh, <laughs> you guys had a little sidebar. We we kind of did. We uh, I think he was just. Maybe we're talking about the jerseys or something. I don't know. But I will tell this quick story. Um, There's this woman who lives, I'm pretty sure, directly above me. Um, She's probably like a little younger than me. Pat lives in a a condo. I live in a condo in Brockton, Mass. There's this woman who lives above me. And she looks exactly, to me at least, like the actress Carrie Coon. Who not many people know. I don't know who that is. But if you do know her, you love her. You do know her, you love her. She's like, she's very pretty, but she's kind of unique looking. I don't really know. I, well, have you, why don't I show you a picture, Emily? You, okay. can, you can describe her as only in. another woman can. When it's you a see a prostitute shoot her in a bulletproof vest, because that's the only way that she can feel something. Yeah. You kind of start to feel a little bit for her. Like, I don't. Kind of like a girl next door, like a like a mother next door. No, I would say she's a classically beautiful. Okay, woman. like a princess die yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah. So, call in if you know what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this woman, who I pretty sure possibly could even hear this conversation, I, I'm like, like hear it in real time, or does she, she might listen be to able that? to? <laughs> yeah. She's got a glass yeah. on the floor. <laughs> Friend of the show, Cloney Coon, 
That's what I call her because she's a clone of Carrie Coon. So I, she like meets outside once a day. <laughs> the cat's just staring at me. He's laying on my sweater, which is fine. Look at him. Look at his but eyes. He loves it. Just squinting. So it's every cat, day. Cat it's, hair vengeance. <laughs> hey, it's black cat, black sweater. It's all good. Black hat, black Cadillac. Rancid, <laughs> time bomb. I'll have my producer. Song. We'll put that song in. So every day at six o'clock, there's like four or five dog owners that meet outside and walk their dog. Ugh. Love it. Yep. Scott, go liberate them. <laughs> Remember Scott's tweet was liberate the dogs. Run around with and the And then knife, those, those militias leashes. went after the dog owners and Scott pretended to. Th- Scott rally the troops. Yeah. Proud dog boy. <laughs> there are dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get this out. Cause it, so they, it, this woman looks just like her. Like I can't stop looking at her. I don't know what she her personality is like. Whatever I know, she has a couple kids because she had. If like, you saw this woman on the street, Carrie Coon, you would do a double take. She would catch your eye. Absolutely. So if you have a, a look like in yeah. this building, you're gonna be looking at her. This the third pic, the fourth picture here. She has a David Bowie shirt on. I mean, she's just and she's a great actress. She's good in everything she does. Also, sidebar, in Mindhunter, that other woman looks just like her. She does. So, do you watch Mindhunter? No. She had to put in her Twitter profile, not Carrie Coon. Yeah. I remember Carrie Coon tweeted like something, and I was like, you're great, Mindhunter. And I think <laughs> she might have responded. I She's, forget. She had enough of that shit. Yeah. I was like <laughs> thinking I was real clever. So, It's not talking about I, your Twitter feed. I was doing a deep dive on it the really? other night and came across some troubling tweets. How many but years ago? On. Two months ago? Months, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Let's move on. Um. I'm going to edit this out where I can just delete all my tweets. So are you turning the mic on and off? To. Accidentally. Okay. So we, if I ever was in a situation with this woman in the elevator, I had the conversation prepared to say, how did you guys all know to walk your dogs at six o'clock? That was what I was going to say. And I'm not like a creep. I'm not like a weirdo. But I would just say, and actually I was genuinely curious how nice these people. plug for Radiohead. Yeah. I'm not a creep. I belong here. <laughs> so I had this already just as a conversation starter because I was generally curious and they're all different types of people, old, young, whatever. So the other day I'm coming in from work and I had all my stuff and I'm wearing, you know, a t-shirt and jeans and she pops in the elevator and I'm like, she's got a little corgi with her. Beautiful. Corgi coon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so nice. I say... I'm literally about to like just start a conversation. She looks at me. She goes, "Were you feeling panicked? Because you knew the pressure was on. You had like this was it. This was your big moment. Um, You've been thinking not, about this moment I for a while. I don't mind like casually talking to people, but like I was building this up for a while. Yeah, and I was like I said, generally interested. So you know, I ask about floor. I now the quickly. I'm pretty sure that she lives above me because. One time she was on the elevator with me and her little kids. And after I got off and walked down, I could hear them trampling upstairs. And then when I came in, I could hear the footsteps upstairs. So she gets on the elevator. She looks and I'm about to be like, how do you got? And she's like, oh, no. I'm like, she is. That, that's not good. She just says that to me. What? She just says that to me out of the blue. Oh, no. Okay. That that's not good. And I go, "What?" And she's like, "That shirt. We're Arsenal fans." Wow. And I was like, "I'm thrown. <laughs> I'm wearing a Liverpool shirt." You had a whole script planned. She in your fucking head flipped and she it. Just, yeah. She did. She's a gooner. <laughs> she's a gooner and she th- completely like I don't know what to do. I'm now I am panicked. And I'm like, "Oh, well, is this where you just press 8 without asking?" <laughs> <laughs> And I, I wanted to say, so I said, oh, well, you should see my place. It's all Liverpool stuff. Wow. Very forward. creepy thing to Very say. Very forward. And I regretted it instantly. <laughs> and then she's like, well, she threw this out immediately. Well, my boyfriend's a huge Arsenal yeah, fan. Yeah, you got like, to drop the but boyfriend, she husband. Said you got to drop it in immediately yeah, if someone I, says you should see my place. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Emily has experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she said, I go, well, this was. The week pre- weekend previous, not last weekend, the weekend before, Liverpool had beaten Arsenal. So I threw that out there. 
And then she said where her boyfriend was from. I think she said Brentford, but like I don't know how close that is to is where. Is it B? I didn't. I I was getting you start, off. You start buzzing. So I almost said this. I glad <laughs> I didn't. I almost said, well, if you hear what I said, if you hear me yelling and screaming, it's because I'm watching Liverpool. But I almost said, if you hear me yelling and screaming below your condo. <laughs> I'm watching Liverpool. <laughs> and I'm like, because if I said that, it would, she'd be like, what? How do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good edit I'm on your so part. Glad. So I just came back and I was really like, Really dread that line. Oh my God. I felt, it was awful. <laughs> Not good. Not a great interaction. How did you end it? Were you like, all right, uh, well. well. see you later. <laughs> go Reds. Go Gunners. All right. Bye. That's a pretty good interaction, I would say. It's Aside just a, from the, you should see my place. For a short elevator lot ride, a lot can go wrong. Co- you, true. You covered so, a lot of ground. Yeah. But like, I'm going to see her again and just, it'll be like a friendly interaction. Yeah. And I, then you can ask the dog question. Mm-hmm. Why do you have a dog? What's the dog question? Why are you enslaving oh, that dog? that's right. The 6 p.m. <laughs> yes. meetup. Oh, yeah. 6 a.m. No, it's p.m. It was p.m. Oh. So that's my Cloney Coon story. Good story. Um, now, I want to move on to this. Did you read the Pitchfork review of... The 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory by Linkin Park. I did not. I listened to about two hours of that 48-track ridiculous release. All right. I don't want to make this into the premier Linkin... You know Linkin Park? I The album Hybrid Theory. I made a copy of this week's syllabus so that I could add my own little notes. And I just bolded, why are we about to talk about Linkin Park? I was thinking... We were, I think, they, they came out in 2000. That would be 20 years. Yep, that would be 20 years. Mm-hmm. The math says it. I want to just drop in a little. Um, Give me some Chester. Now, I think I was a little too old for Linkin Park. Disagree. But were you a big Linkin Park guy? Moderate. But well, I, one of my roommates in college was a huge Linkin uh, Park fan. Just grossly big. Well, I did a re-listen yesterday. And this gave me the biggest fucking headache. Yeah, I, why? I hated why would you it. put yourself through this? It's Pitchfork doesn't usually review this kind of stuff. They gave it a 7.6. And I'm sure in 2000 they would have given it a fucking point two. Right. You've got a question here. Is this new metal? And I did some reading on new metal. Yes. And this is new metal. It's definitely. funny. Like, though, I think in the Pitchfork thing, it did not come up that it was new metal. But I listened to a little bit of every lincoln park album like this is pleasant what do you think of this emily i wouldn't use the word pleasant to describe <laughs> you're, let's pretend you're a hacker you're diving into the computer you're playing cause that actually the Matrix. is the perfect scenario for this yeah. song it's a 2000 movie about data bites hacking. flying yeah. by your face yes. ones and zeros lots of green and black like just flying by this did nothing for me it of gave course. me a fucking the production gave me a headache it sounded like you know what it sounded like to me Sideways rain hitting a window. I like that sound. But I do not like the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to bring it up because it was like I just it, it doesn't seem like twenty years. If you told me this came out in two thousand seven, I would have been like, okay. I mean, it was uh, the end of high school, so unfortunately, it's coming a good up on twenty years to our new metal conversation. Well, it listen, is. think of it this way: you wake up, it's a beautiful sunny day. Yeah. You go to school, right? <laughs> All right. Let's just say any Gotta day. get one step closer to the edge. Let's just say the towers <laughs> had just fallen. Here we go. <laughs> and you're one step closer to the edge. It's and my birthday tomorrow. Yeah, it's your birthday tomorrow. <laughs> you're running up and down the halls. You're confused, but... yeah. And, and this song is what's running through your mind as you're... It might have been. <laughs> you had just seen Jay and Silent Bob strike back right, for this, the eighth this time. This is the part. Well, no. What's the song where they... Shut up when I'm talking to you. Um, that is... He just <laughs> says shut up nine times. That's one step closer. Right. This was this was the one that gave me a headache. That is just not pleasant. But it's just always been this way. I don't yeah. know. So I wanted to... Ugh. Let me ask you guys Emily's a question. Emily's going to walk out. Okay. <laughs> is this like revolutionary for the new metal sound? Was Linkin Park so. like a groundbreaking band in that sense? They were huge. They really went to the I mainstream. I know they were huge, was, but were they like something new that people were like, wow, this is something we've never heard before? I'm not sure. I think they okay. were. I think the idea was that this really hit the mainstream. Got and this it. wasn't as like abrasive as like Corn and Limp Bizkit. I was going to, that's what I was going to say. And this say. was poppy. Like this really got played on 
Kiss 108. Kiss, yeah. I'm not going to say Kiss 108 played one step closer, but they, they probably played. They definitely played, played Limp Bizkit. No. No, yes. they wouldn't play. Yeah. Mate, you know what? I Maybe. Think, I don't we'll, think so. We'll do a little research. It was on the TRL MTV That's true. countdown. It's TRL, like, though. Yeah, but MTV. Listen, Carson, Carson get what Carson wants. You're 17, right? Yeah. Your parents are telling you to do the dishes. You're like, fuck no. You throw this on, slam the door. <laughs> the rapping is so shitty, too. It is That's bad. What, yeah. They did an album with Jay-Z. I remember that collision course. Yeah. My brother had it. My I brother's did, not. I did, too. Did you listen to it without irony? Yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. All right. So I had did to Did you review it on Music Elite? No. I don't know. No, but we definitely... I have a review for POD in the school paper. There might have been a hybrid theory review. I can't say no to there that. There might have been. I feel like I can see the album cover. Yeah. Like something. Huh. Can we just change okay. this? <laughs> I just want to talk about it. We can talk about That's it, but we do call, we have to listen to it? We call that five good minutes right there. <laughs> five good minutes. Um, they gave it a 7.6, which also to me is like, that's not good enough to even write about. Give it an eight and be like, we have to look at this with rose-colored glasses. Yeah, but you'd go under that and you know it's not how they actually feel. And 20 years ago, they would have trashed it. So it all rings a bit false. Yeah. People were... I they was need re- the clicks. Yeah, they, I was reading because Condé Nast is how you say it, the mm-hmm. magazine. They own Pitchfork Media. And people were like, relate. They they were saying the reason for this review is because Condé Nast owns them now and they're like more mainstream. It didn't make any sense. But uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was I was thinking, do you guys miss live music post-corona? I know I really do, and I don't think I realized how much I miss it until, like, bands now. It's been seven months. Bands are starting to go on, like, a touring cycle. RTJ, we should have been seeing them yeah. by now. Yeah, with Rage. That's Run Not the rage, Jewels with, for the, yep. the uninformed like myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, the rage and RTJ were going on tour. Because a, a big part of what me and Scott do on a daily basis when we're working our respective jobs is kind of like, you know, we'll drop a concert once a week and be like, hey. V- it's very this- cute. You guys want <laughs> to go concert together. Oh, it's a blast. I You've mean, done it dozens of times. Yeah. I mean, I still think Maybe that. Maybe 50? 50 might be the right number. 40 to 50. I, I mean, that Chance the Rapper show is still like one of the best shows. It was just such a great show. Emily, I- on the playlist I made for Emily, I put Same Drugs on there. She's a big fan. That's a great song. It is a great song. Francis and the Lights opened, which is just one guy. He was. It was just great. I mean, now Chance sucks, but... That, I, I let her know. Yeah, it, it, those were good times. But Now, were you a big live music person? I was more in my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, I she, just... She was dating a, a band member. I get too... Um, overwhelmed with the idea of traveling to the city especially on a weeknight which is when a lot of these concerts happen now yeah that's a fair th- to me it's and it's, I always it's think all about in my head it's all mental like i need to get over that hurdle and once i'm there i have a good time but it's like the thought of traveling driving we, finding we tried parking. to drag you to an interrupters show you wouldn't you did. come i said that no. was fun yeah you would like that it was a good time the water was six was bucks weekday, i still tweet at probably yeah but there's there's parking on weeknights so you gotta look at the the upsides sometimes well, we, I think now, like, if we go to a show, it's like, I can just tell work I'm not coming until, like, 8 the next day. Badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't be there till 8. But I do miss, like, going to a bar and just having, like, a random guy up there playing guitar, singing a random yeah. band. You know, just like an open mic type situation. Like, did you ever go to, like, J.P. Ryan's down the street? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or going to like the Riv and just seeing a band. I mean, that's not... For the record, I, I have not gone to a bar since, so I don't know if there are people playing music. I'm just assuming there are not. I Seems think like it, a good assumption. Yeah. I think I've been to three restaurants in quarantine. I'm at zero. Wow. Look at you. Um, all right. I think we should take a break here. I'll pause it, and we'll all use the restroom. back i'm using that space to fill in uh our sponsor okay you guys know this song i do really do you know the lyrics no listen i don't i didn't pick like the instrumental version we can let this breathe a little 
I wish I did this little smooth there. But I shook them loose. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um, that leads us into our recurring weekly talking point. Before we start, I just want to give a little shout out to Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. Rest in oh, peace. Sad. Uh, Jack White filled in on SNL last night musically, and he used a guitar Eddie had made him for Lazaretto. And oh really? Yeah, it's a pretty good performance. I um never a big Van Halen guy, but Nor I, I. I I think just a weird time where I wasn't. I could have easily been a Van Halen guy if my dad liked it, but yeah, he was not like Pink Floyd. Yeah, that's so. how you would have got into they're just it. An eighties band that are they're just fun, but I don't know if anyone takes them that seriously. I I don't know. I, I guess people I do. feel like they There's did. There's a lot of Van Halen, Van Hagar, all that weird stuff yeah, that yeah. I don't fully understand. Anything we can talk about that's not Bombay Bicycle Club <laughs> is good. March uh, 4th, 1984, the day of my birth, uh-huh. Jump by Van Halen was the number one song in the country okay. on that day. As wow. you jumped out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> um, people were saying that, I, I heard this was that Eddie Van Halen was like the first guitarist to like blow up that wasn't blues based which I'm like well that makes sense he was more into classical music so I thought that was pretty cool but yeah rest in peace sorry Wolfgang that's his son who plays bass in Van Halen oh I didn't know that yeah Uh, that's the son he had with Valerie Bertinelli so this this is a song by A Tribe Called Quest it's called After Hours Um, there's a line in the song called I Had the Blues but I Shook Them Loose that is the name of the record we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great name. It is a great name. By the Bombay Bicycle Club. Bombay- I did not know it was borrowed from A Tribe Called Quest. I, I did my research. <laughs> uh, I picked this album because... You didn't I, want to click on another page of the top 100 <laughs> <was> indie albums? <laughs> I picked this album because I had heard of the band. I knew the band. And I never heard them. And They had been in my like periphery enough to be like oh i've always wanted to listen to them so i i was searching a list top indie albums of the 2000s and because your one of your complaints if i can use that word with our last two bands was mm-hmm. that they weren't modern enough yeah they just weren't cock two twins was too there was too much to do there that we i I don't think we did them justice. I think I think what what it turned out to the finished product of the podcast I think did them justice, but I felt like with a week's time wasn't enough. Well, and, you and I had two weeks. Scott had a week. That's true. He had to be dragged like a dog into the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, and then the second, what was the second one we did? The raincoats. The raincoats. <laughs> Who you just didn't like, and I hate and we're afraid to say it. <laughs> let's let's dig Mike. into that. No, <laughs> we don't need to do. I just didn't. Conflict makes a good show, and yeah. yet you wouldn't you wouldn't say how you really felt. They weren't what I thought they were going to be. I thought they'd be more polished. I thought they'd be more. The guitar work would be more angular. I cannot get over how cute this cat is behind me. He's the best. <laughs> Look at him. Uh, they now Bombay. I want to say Bombay Social Club. I can't stop saying it. But like when this, I did a search. It was not a well-known website. Um. Let me pull it up here. Treblezine. Treblezine. And I looked at their... It's not hard to make a list of the top 100 albums, indie albums of the 2000s, because you just pick popular indie albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this was like, what, 97? This record? Yeah. 2009. Uh, the uh, oh. number on your top 100 list. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty high up there. That's low. Low. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Um, now... They had other, like, some of the other albums they picked were, they're, they're all obvious. Right. Because I hadn't heard of this band, hadn't heard the music, it stuck out to me. So, I will say right off the bat, immediately, I heard the first track while I was driving for work. I'll play it. Emergency Contraception Blues? Is yeah. that correct? So I like mm-hmm. the name. I'm in right away. I like the name. Uh, I'm driving my work van. We're on the highway. It, it kind of, I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think, Emily, when you first heard this? Plan Blues, would that be a decent backup name for it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. I did not know that this was its own separate track. I thought one and two were mm-hmm. the same song. 
and this was the instrumental like lead into the the actual it should have been i i I was frantically searching for the lyrics to the song and was getting so frustrated that i couldn't find them before i realized (laughs) the second song is a different song entirely do you think you were as frantically looking for the lyrics as he was looking for plan b (laughs) the next morning yeah so so what are the blues about is it that he can't find it can't find plan b (laughs) i think so i liked this i like i do too listen to this part it's great when this came on, I thought we might be in a, a Jack White post White Stripes kind of band when he did his own thing. Yeah, I was and thinking. And I had some hope because he he loves going bluesy. It just to me was like groovy, and then it started to hit me when we got to the second track. Why I never listened to this? <laughs> just nondescript, mm-hmm. nothing unique. It blends in with every other. Now the Strokes, Strokes are, are way Arctic, better. The Strokes, uh, Arctic Monkeys, Monkeys is yeah. the, the, a band that I don't listen to. Same. I know their songs, Black Keys. I will say I I don't like Interpol, and I think this band sounds a little bit like Interpol. And Interpol is huge. Interpol I like. They have two. My friend Carrie loves Interpol, so Sorry, apologies Carrie. in advance. But Interpol has two great albums. The rest sucks. Okay. Um. Like, this was like someone said, hey, this is what's popular in 2009. Exactly. We're going to make this record. The vocals are like, Not like what the fuck? Like, it's just, it's manufactured. They're from England, right? Yep. And they're I, young. I couldn't tell. They're very young, I think. Yeah. They've already broken up, gotten back together. Yeah. Just like, put out a new record of this year, I think. In 2009, if I'd heard this, I would have been like, oh, this is for me. Yeah. But I can, I can look at it now and say... This is manufactured. It just sounds like everything else. Yeah. Like, I dug this little guitar part, but, like, I'm never going to listen to this. Now, it, you c- it's not unenjoyable to listen to. It's just, I must have listened to this album ten times over the past week, and I couldn't tell you wh- one song. Yeah, what's your favorite song? But, I, yeah. Now, 2009, um, do you remember, do you know the song Kids by MGMT? Yes. That came out in 2009. That was, like, one of the top songs mm-hmm. of that year. Deservedly so, I would Absolutely. say. Absolutely, but that just shows you how long ago it was. Like, this song kicks ass, and it yeah. holds up. Yeah. So, uh, the, this is another reason why that album was, like, never blew up, because it was, like, kind of a blip with all the good music that came down at that time. This takes me back to my Marshfield days, Pat. Oh, yeah. You too. It does. <laughs> um, this song also was huge in 2009. I'll play this. Block block party kind of. Yeah, block party was Silent Alarm. I think came out around the same time. That album's great, and it's unique, yeah. and it's this is Shine Down. We don't need to listen. To okay. Shine Down. <laughs> I hear that? I love the guy's voice, but Shine Down heads unite. I believe Brad saw him last year or two years ago. That's way too recent. <laughs> I know. It was a Nashville trip, maybe. Oh, it was like a coincidence, right? So, yeah. yeah, I remember that. But getting back to the record, yeah, I just I regret. I'm so mad at myself for picking this. I'm relieved to hear that you felt the same way because I had sort of inferred to Scott that I didn't care for this album, and he we cheated a little bit. Yeah. Well, I cheated too because when Scott got here, I was just like, "Hey, I, I regret picking this." Yeah. I I don't even bring my notes page with me because there are none. There are none. I had ugh and uh, ugh written out. I would My give notes this are ugh's. do not like, blah, blah, do not like. <laughs> like, you can't deny that these aren't. I think I like The Hill. I think that was the only other track Let's that hit I liked. It. Like, these are songs. We the can Hill, agree to I that. Did, I did like the lyrics, let's go outside and rise, rise, rise to the meaning of life. That's from the song. Okay, that's even closer attention than I paid. But I mean, I listened to this six, seven times. I like day. tried to listen to it and I'd have to stop halfway through. Yes. And then I'll, what I'll do is I'll start with the last song and work my way down. We can agree that this is music, right? We can agree this that is this music. is music. It is music. Okay. Yes, this is music. <laughs> <laughs> now, this album was not reviewed on Pitchfork. And I'm not using that as my barometer for. You definitely are. But I just like to use it as to know what people were thinking back then. And this album was not reviewed. And then the next album was absolutely shit on because they went to like a folk direction. And I'm like, even as like a joke, I can't listen to that. Like, I don't want to listen to it. But at least it's an ethos. <laughs> exactly. What's Good that point, from? Scott. Big Lebowski. Yeah. We're going to be a uh, Coen Brothers podcast. 
I actually think it's a great idea. I would actually love that. I'm behind on my Coen brothers, so I need a reason to watch it. Did you watch Hail Caesar? No. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you like it? We've talked about this ten times. Not on a podcast. (laughs) No. Uh, Hail Caesar's fine. I haven't rewatched it. It's more of a Hollywood movie. but Yeah, it's a... A love letter to Hollywood. It's one of those movies. Emily's big hole is inside Lewin Davis, yes. which she will Jesus absolutely Christ. adore. I, I mean, need to get to that. I know. She still hasn't watched That's it. That's what I should have done last night. Yeah. Have you, oh, well. Uh, if, you watch, if you watch that this week and I watch Hamilton, that's a great idea. Okay. And then we'll have to it. pick an I'll easy. i sit in a corner. I do have an album you have to watch that Hamilton. I want to suggest I do for have next to. week. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can both watch Hamilton. Do it together. What, Buddy let's, up. What album do you want to... Well, Do you want to get to it already or save it till the end? The, like, I just feel like this would be an album that I would have bought because it was on sale at, yeah. at Newbury Comics for six ninety nine because of like the promotion push, and I would have listened to it a, for a, bunch, a month. A bunch. Like, no, so uh, with the Linkin Park thing. Here's I, my lyric that I pulled out. I ended up uh, buying bands like Null Set and Third Strike. Reveille. Re- I like Reveille. They're, they're a little better. Uh, but it was really all just the same new metal shit. And this would just fall into the same, the same indie thing. rock shit. Yeah. Like I mean, it, this is be another CD. This is lower tier uh, block party. I almost said black party. Oops. Uh, but <laughs> uh, the, the Black Panther block party. <laughs> Where's my invite? <laughs> uh, yeah, this was just. I can't even believe. I be. I feel like they ran out of records for the list, and that's why it made it. I, I, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The little write-up, the little intro to it is... I mean, they're still kicking as bands. Like they yeah. just released People a pandemic album. People were stoked. Album. It got good reviews. I just... I don't know. I, I'm looking, I was looking for something different when I heard these. What was that? A little piece of ice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a rock. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, did what, what track stuck out to you? Me? Emily. Yeah. So I pulled the lyrics from this track, and then the only track that felt different to me was the last one the, and that's the giant tress or giant giantess yeah i added an r for some unknown reason to my spreadsheet i when i when i assigned this album i was like i go they're both not gonna like it you knew from the i get-go. knew i knew from listening to it oh but you hadn't listened to it before right? no i was i'll go through a black keys phase once a year and it's fine and i don't even like it that much but yeah. it's a little comforting I don't Black even, Keys is good. Yeah. And this doesn't even... Just, this lacks like the, the pop-y catching... It's so clean. Too. Yeah. They're not saying anything. Yeah. There's no... It's 2009. You yeah. know? It, it's not... This one stood out to me only because it starts with that acoustic guitar, which yeah. is different from anything else on the album. His voice, too, is like... Very, it's just this one gave me a little Nathaniel Radcliffe in the Night Sweats vibe. See, I don't listen to them. It gave me a little like he's trying to sound like Connor Oberst with that shaky, mm-hmm. yeah, a voice. warble. Yeah, uh, I, I just when I, I was listening to it, I, I listened to it in my work van, in my car here, and it was just like it never got any better. It was always work to listen to it, yeah. And when, when I like do retrospectives. For music, what I will and you give me a list now would be I look for like the hip hop that I would have definitely missed. It would never have been on my radar at the time. So like, it's pretty obvious as a reason why I never listened to this. Yeah, it, was ne- it wasn't good enough. Right. Correct. So that's that's sad. This is a fucking big whiff. <laughs> it happens. It happens. You tried. So like, for they that, they can't all be raincoats. We'll play a little. Even though it was a big whiff, we're going to play a song called No Apologies by Eminem <laughs> that I just wanted to play for Scott during his his weekly dog rant. <laughs> um, always slobbering. Did so. you do any like research on the band? I put a half-hearted effort into it and yeah. got nowhere and stopped. Uh, because of like the concept of the podcast and how like I this was like homework to me. This felt even worse and I liked the raincoats I didn't love them lies <laughs> I don't want to get attacked by feminists about my raincoats it's okay Pat <laughs> but th- yeah like I even last night I'm like Jesus Christ and I'm like I gotta write a different sort of you know I didn't run. even I think Thursday was the last time I listened to it <laughs> I just that was enough yeah 
Um, I did, um, reading the intro to this Tribal Zine article where we pulled this band from, it referenced the 80s era Athens, Georgia, like indie R. rock scene. Yeah, and I didn't know what that was. So that set me on a little research path that I enjoyed, but it had nothing to do with this actual band. Yeah, oh, that'd be great for like a month long to Athens. You'd have, I'd have to, I need a month at least to research it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, it's, there was nothing there, and it's sad. Yeah, you gave it a shot. We, we tried. Did. Um, what was... If anyone has any differing opinions... Yeah, call in. Call in. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> you can at me on Twitter. It's at Tugsy Loads. Don't, don't look at Pat's Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a... a you have to... Scrub it. <laughs> scrub it. Um, Bleach. If Bon Appetit or Bon Appetit taught us nothing else, it's yeah. go through your Twitter feed. True. Clean up your act. Mm-hmm. Scott's Twitter feed is very... It's friendly. It's Tries to be. I don't post much. Yeah. I like when Scott will reply to something, and I'm, I like it. Try to like it as fast as possible. <laughs> I always notice. I have, <laughs> I have notifications on. I'm so, very offline, so you got to get back online. This. Everyone's no, no, online. No, no I'm, I'm her, comfortable with keep my her, keep her off clean. the grid stance. What about Unsullied? Instagram? I have an Instagram for my work account, and that's about it. Hmm. Actually. I texted Scott the other night saying, can we talk about the Bombay Bicycle Club for 10 minutes and then spend 50 minutes on this one song about the fly on Mike Pence's head? What's, where can I find Jay it? Jay Diggs is the guy. Is it on Spotify, you think? No. It was like a 40-second clip. But I it's brilliant. Well, he is on, he is on Spotify. I think I it's think... called You Got a Fly on You. <laughs> I don't think I can loop that in. It's fine. Um... Maybe we'll do an election roundup podcast. No. <laughs> um, so I guess that leads now into where do we go from here? How do we pick up the pieces? How do we rebuild? We're okay. I think we are. Slight bump in the road. What? Yeah. Emily's got ideas. She's over. Well, let's kind of, as we sort of wrap this up, we're closing in on an hour. We still got plenty of time, but I, what do you think works better? A band that flew under our radar when we were in our 20s mm-hmm. or uh, something from the 60s, 70s, even 80s that we would never have, would never listen to? I'd like to mix up genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Leave it open. Yeah. Why pigeonhole us? Okay. What, when you say There's mix plenty up, of hip hop I've never heard. Okay. Like, I know Eric B and Rakeem. I never really never listened, listened to Paid in Full. But it's their big album. But those, I don't even think it's on Spotify. Like but. that kind of stuff, I'd be interested in listening to. Yeah, Emily what? has a varied hip hop history. Mm-hmm. Do you li- and you like hip hop? Yeah, I just don't really listen to anything modern, as we've discussed. Yeah, it'd be cool. But see, I just immediately thought about modern hip hop, and it's like, yeah, it's, but see, I wouldn't want to do something modern. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that's flown under our radar. That, well, uh, the idea I had, and it's breaking the rules a little bit because it's an album that I have listened to, but I okay. haven't listened to it in like over a decade. Okay. It is not hip hop. I don't at think all. we need to be bound by the rules of never listening to it. Okay. Because that's that's difficult. The ceil- the ceiling isn't very high. No. Yeah. And it's difficult to research it and it like finding Bombay's so bicycle club was like it a was a wake up call. It was a wake up call. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to find something that any one of us hasn't heard. That is also gonna be form. good. Yeah. yeah, that's also going to be good. And it's also like the big fucking whiff on Bombay Bicycle Club was that like the reason they were on that list, I guess I don't even know why. Like they're not, they're going to, no one's going to remember them in 10 years. Right. Maybe, maybe not. I, they've been around for 10 years, you know? That's true. It's, yeah. I'm making the they judgment call. Out. You are. Poor one, but you are. What's your idea, Emily? So the album is Daniel Johnston. Okay. His album, Fun, in 1994. He just passed away last year on September 11th. Have Uh, you seen the documentary? I haven't. But if we decide on that album, which, Pat, you seem reluctant already. No, I like it. Do you know that album? I don't, but I know like a lot of his songs. Yeah. So it's the last album I ever purchased, the last CD I ever purchased in 2007 or 2008. I think there's a lot to discuss about this guy. My concern is that his music is very homegrown, like the, similar to the raincoats, not in genre, but in in the production quality. So, I don't think that's my pitch. I want to know what Scott thinks of it. Yeah, I want to know if he would give it 
the the deserved. I don't know anything about it. I think it's perfect, fun. Okay. Daniel fun. Johnston, 1994, and we'll have to download the movie, The Devil and Daniel Johnston. Yeah. All right, you've seen it. I don't think I have. Okay. It's a documentary. We'll. we'll uh, I'll research that. Make it um, available. It's to definitely. My peers. It might even be on Amazon Prime. It's you can rent it on Prime. Okay. I looked this morning. Um, four bucks. He's got a great backstory. Once yeah. again, very Kurt Cobain exactly. is coming back into the fold. And so he died last year, like I said. And Kurt they did Cobain a died last concert. year. No. Oh, <laughs> Daniel Johnson. Okay. <laughs> they did a um, pitchfork actually linked to a tribute concert that Jeff Tweedy, Phoebe Brid- Bridgers or Bridges. It's Bridgers. Thank you. Um, a bunch of other people like did a nice little tribute to him. So okay. he's very influential, but I think kind of went under the radar for a lot of people. Okay. It sounds good to me. Well, okay. it would under the radar because it would never get played on the radio. Never. No. It's too, I, I don't know any of the tracks that are on the album, but like Connor Ober's cover of, is it called Vampire Town? Uh, Vampires? I think that's on fun, but could be a different Maybe you want to give Scott a taste no. Yeah. No. No? Nope. Uh, okay. Let me go cold. Wait, no. I'm going to give him the, the Connor Oberst taste. All okay. Right. Just really send me off the wrong path. You, See, so you're not a big Connor I'm fan. I'm not an Oberhead. All right. Let me see if I can find it quick. Um, this band called Mile Marker, they can't, I listened to them like 20 years ago. And for some reason, I just was like, had a memory. I'm like, I want to listen to them again. That's what's playing in the background. All right. Vampire Town. Okay, nothing's coming up. It's probably because you just made that name up in your head. <laughs> is it vampires? Uh, it doesn't matter. Call in if you know what it is, everyone. <laughs> um, all right, I can't find it, but that's okay. All right, we'll get there. Um, yeah, so I, I think the other thing, another idea was that maybe we'll do this for... Devil at, Town. For Devil Town. Maybe we'll do this for the fifth episode or something I want to bring taught maybe like taught our favorite songs in a genre and possibly play them just to maybe get people that have no interest in hearing a band like you know what I mean like I want people to know like what we like yeah just just to kind of a little something for the fans okay maybe we can do that I yeah. like that idea so that's why I emailed Scott because Scott I've known you for what 30 years a couple yeah okay and I had this image cemented in my mind of Scott's musical taste, and I was, she was way off. Way off. Way, it was like Interesting. Scott stuck in 2002, like Tool, AFI. And to be clear, I still am, yeah. but, but I he have has, expanded. Yeah. So I sent him an email after our last record and said, give me a list of your favorite songs that you feel define your musical taste. And he did a great job, and I've been listening on and off for the past week. It's a nice list. And I got to say, she had it on in the car when we were driving over. Yeah. And I love hearing songs I love, <laughs> so it worked out great. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's weird that you would still think Scott listens to, like, Head P.E. I don't know why. I. But but he does. I, <laughs> but see, I know from talking to Scott on the reg that right. he, he will give anything a chance, whether or not it makes his rotation. That's, yeah, different story. Except for yeah. dogs. Except for dogs. Dogs, dogs are never making the rotation. Never. All right. So I guess next week, Fun by Daniel Johnston. I am going to intersperse the Vince Staples Fun. I like that. Well, and talk about the Gatorade commercial and how it fucks me up every time it comes on. I'm definitely going to try to add stuff to our weekly discussion. Keep it topical. People like that. I do have one apology. Oh, okay. From our last episode. Hold on, wait. I have music for this. Oh, yeah, you found a few apology songs. Yeah. Uh, all right. No, this is an apology, though. This was Scott's oh. Oh. <laughs> sorry. dog stance. Um, okay, so this is just circling back to our We're All Ignorant Americans. Yep. The song... Um, now I can't remember the raincoat song. Anyway, it was the one that was transla- translated from the French poet Jacques... And I said, Jack, Jacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry to all the listeners out there who I'm offending with my Sorry, All the quibble cough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're a frog and you listen to this podcast, <laughs> we're fucking sorry. Um, Ribbit. <laughs> Scott, do you have any parting words? I don't. We got a nice, tidy, I think a very listenable episode. Um, 
It's a pleasure seeing you. Great seeing you guys, too. Twice in one weekend. I Mm -hmm. know. It's crazy. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll be back in a week. Um, Enjoy. And get ready for Daniel Johnston. This could... Happy Columbus Day. Happy Happy Columbus Indigenous Day. Peoples Day. Eat a big bowl of gabagool to treat yourself like a true Italian. I think pe- maybe people can get ahead of themselves and listen to the record. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Participate. Participate. Pat, if you had set up an email or a social media account. I'll work on that for next week. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks, we'll Pat. We'll check you out in a week. See ya.